0: you're listening to breaking the ice podcast a podcast i created for wives and girlfriends of pro hockey players my name's devin dodero i'm the wife of charlie dodero we have two dogs a little boy crosby and a baby girl on the way we spent eight months of the year living the hockey life in europe but we've also spent about five seasons in north america i've been around the block sometimes just for a cup of coffee But I wanted to share the tools, resources, and what's helped me along the way, while also learning every week from each and every one of you. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things women, all things hockey, friendships, trades, long distance, moves, and life in general, so you don't feel so alone. So put your headphones in, go for a walk, and feel like you're sitting down with your best girlfriends. Oh, and make sure to follow the page on Instagram, Breaking the Ice Pod. Let's lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking the Ice. Man, it's been a few months since our season ended now. I guess we've been home for basically two months at this point, and I was planning on recording the podcast through the summer, keeping the episodes rolling. But life happens, things happen, and I wanted to do an episode today because I want to just be transparent with my life. That's the point of this podcast and just kind of share a little bit about what has been going on with me and what's happening. So. This podcast, as I've mentioned, has honestly been one of the biggest blessings in my life. I have connected with the most amazing people. It brings my life so much joy to do these recordings, to learn from you all. I feel like it also gives me a better perspective on this lifestyle and gives me things that sometimes I haven't thought of before. So... I honestly just love doing this. I'm beyond passionate about it and I can't imagine not having this podcast, having this Instagram page, and honestly just all of the support that comes with this platform. It's just unbelievable. It's unmatched. It's amazing. With that being said, I think a lot of people don't realize that I pretty much do this whole podcast and every resource that I share is ultimately just because of my passion for this community and for helping other people. It's really was just my goal with this. Like I never had this goal to make money or, you know, obviously that would be amazing, but that wasn't really my primary motivation for starting this podcast. Like I've said before, you know, it's Something that I really felt was needed in this community because it was something that I was seeking for that I never really felt like I had. I didn't really have these connections, these resources, and honestly, I really could have used them. I started this podcast back in May of 2020, so this has been going strong for about three years now. I record... Sometimes two episodes a week, then comes the editing, the playback, the marketing, everything like that for these episodes. And right now I feel like it's been kind of challenging because my life just keeps getting busier and busier. I started an online children's boutique. I have two little kids under two. I'm married. You know, I have other responsibilities in my life. And so Unfortunately, it has felt like this podcast has taken a back seat. Um, And again, I just want to be totally honest that like this is just coming from like my passion and I don't get paid for this podcast. And this is something that I have been trying to work on for the past year. And I have had some sponsors and some brand deals, which is amazing. But I'm currently trying to find something that works for me so that I'm able to monetize this podcast and work with more brands and because I am giving so much of my time weekly to this platform and I feel like I work really hard. I want to give you guys the best content as possible and so that is kind of my goal right now is to get some funding for the podcast so that my time is kind of valued through getting a little bit of payment for it. Um, and I'm just sharing that because I want you guys to know where I'm at and that does not mean I'm going to stop recording and stop doing this, but it's kind of coinciding with what's going on right now. I'm trying to work on these brand deals behind the scenes, get that moving so that certain brands can start, um can start working with me and I'm getting paid for my time that I'm putting into these recordings. It's really hard to monetize a podcast, especially when I don't have really a background in this and trying to figure out how it all works. Um, can be a little bit difficult and I feel like we have such a good community that I, you know, or I really wanted to share about brands that I already use, that I'm passionate about, that I feel like are beneficial to this community. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I've been working on that. But fast forwarding to just kind of like the last few months and what's been going on, I shared honestly like a very brief clip on Instagram that I've been struggling with some postpartum anxiety, which looking back, I definitely had that with my son, but not as extreme or bad. And I just wanted to come on here and talk about it. Because for me, finding some podcasts where they were talking about exactly what I was going through actually has been helping me move through what I'm feeling and experiencing. And by sharing this, I really hope that I can help someone that's listening. Obviously, you guys follow my, my life, my journey. And I have had two babies in two years. I was pregnant for You know, 10 months, had a baby. I breastfed for 15 months. I had one month off and then I got pregnant with my daughter. And then I've been breastfeeding again. So my hormones have kind of been all over the place, just like high and low. And I haven't felt like my body has really had any time to recover from each baby. And I've just been kind of riding this wild wave on top of the hockey life and moving and. You know, having and giving birth in two very stressful situations, one being my firstborn in the middle of COVID in a foreign country, not knowing what the F the regulations were and just having that normal anxiety and fear before you have your first child. Baby number two, moving less than two months before she was due again in a foreign country, not really knowing, knowing anyone there at the time and just being again, thrown into a very uncomfortable situation for myself. My daughter was a lot easier of a newborn than my son. And so I felt like I was really able to enjoy the newborn phase a lot more. Um, my son had colic, so that was very challenging. And this time around, yeah, I mean, ultimately I felt like I could really, really enjoy the newborn phase, even though it was hard transitioning from two to one at first. Obviously that's a huge, big life adjustment. Um, but I really started feeling these symptoms of anxiety about three months postpartum. And at first I just kind of had some like fleeting thoughts. I didn't really like attach anything to it. But then it really started to kind of amp up, and I started to experience these symptoms of, like, panic and fear and ultimately just completely debilitating anxiety. Um, And after doing a lot of research, a.k.a. Dr. Google, I have self-diagnosed myself and then later diagnosed by a therapist with postpartum OCD. And I actually didn't know this was a thing. Um I've always had like generalized health anxiety um going back to when I was younger, I've always had it and that can obviously amplify once you get pregnant, have a baby, anything like that. So I never really considered myself someone that had OCD. Like I'm not this like super crazy neat freak, super organized. Like that's just not really me. And I think textbook OCD, like what people think is people that have like these immaculate houses and everything is just spotless and everything is perfect and everything's just cookie cutter. And so I never really like thought of myself or like put myself in that box where I felt like I had that. And it wasn't until I started following a few different Instagram accounts that I was like, I think this is actually like exactly what I have. And I will link those accounts in my bio as well as a few podcasts that I found on the subject, um, because that's pretty much what I started to, it kind of started to help me identify what I was going through. So, so backing up to just before kids in general, I... I have always been a hypochondriac. I've always been scared of something happening to someone close to me, to myself, to my parents. And I mean, even to the extreme where like if my parents went out together and they weren't answering my calls, like I would just go to like worst case scenario when I was little. And it definitely manifested more in my adult life, but it had never gotten so bad until this time around postpartum. Um, I have this basically since three months, um, I got triggered by something and it basically all went downhill from there. I think when you become a mom, your biggest fear is a either something happening to you and not being able to see your children grow up, or be something happening to your children, which are two just terrible, awful things. And when you have these two little kids that just depend on you and they rely on you for so much, I think that the thought of something happening to you becomes very, very overwhelming. And when I was in France, I started to develop these Again, just really scary thoughts and fear and impending doom as if I've already diagnosed myself with like multiple situations that are going on. Um, Obviously, everybody struggles with different health issues, but I think it's like just taking it to an extreme when you go from one end of the spectrum to like, you know, the worst thing is happening to you ever. And so there was multiple times where I would, you know, go to the doctor and just like go to a different doctor and a different doctor. And obviously in Europe, the healthcare is free. So I was taking, you know, full advantage of everything. I was seeing like a women's health doctor. I was going to a primary doctor. I went to a dermatologist. It was just like, I was checking like everything off the list that I was like, okay. And then I was healthy and moving forward to coming back home, I think I felt this this peace and this comfort of being home in my home country. Um, but kind of same situation, like I went to my, my doctor here, I went to my dentist, like it's like, I'm just like checking everything off of a list and I'm looking for this like external validation that everything's okay. And like everybody keeps saying the same things. Um, anyways, so basically what I'm struggling with is like full blown health anxiety, OCD. And it's also manifested into like my kids. And it can be something as small as like, does this mole look normal? You know, is this what a, is losing hair a normal sign of postpartum, which obviously, as we all know, like your hair falls out postpartum. And so I would just go to these like horrible places where I just was Googling everything and getting on these really bad negative rabbit holes where I was having panic attacks and my husband is like, I don't even know what to say or do. Like everything's fine. And I'm like, but you don't know that. And I'm like, just constantly looking for validation from doctors, but then just like not really trusting what they're saying and like nothing even really being wrong, but almost just like seeking and looking out for something that could be wrong, which obviously none of us have this control over. Um, And it wasn't really until A, I was able to take a step back and be like, okay, wait a second, like this isn't normal. So for a while, I was kind of obsessing about myself and something being wrong. But then Like my daughter, you know, how they have all these little nooks and crannies under their little rolls on their skin, but she had this little like yeast infection under her armpit. And then I honestly was like Googling it and it was like, well, it could be a sign of this. And I was, and I had this brief thought where I was like, oh my God, I wonder if she has this, like this like deadly disease. And I was like, okay, Devin, now you're putting this onto her. And that is highly unlikely that this little rash yeast infection is this. So that was like my first time where I was able to kind of step out of this pattern and be like, okay, I actually think this is postpartum anxiety. Um, And it's this ruminating fear, this impending doom that like something bad is going to happen. It's been very debilitating the last couple months just experiencing having a very long season winning the finals which was obviously amazing but being home um you know alone by myself with my kids and just spending my evenings on google and obsessing and just not being able to stop and when i'm able to step back and look at this like my rational mind is able to be like okay this is probably like not likely that all of these things are wrong or all of this is leading to this but when you're in these patterns and cycles it it feels so real it feels like there is something wrong and it's really hard to to step out of that pattern and that thought process um and i mean it's it's been hard to talk about and it's it's i get triggered very easily i can i think social media plays a really big part in that i can you know see a post or you know, be on my computer and and see someone post about something that has happened. And it kind of sends me on a rabbit hole. And that's one of the dangers of social media. Obviously, that just kind of comes with part of both of my, you know, I'm on social media for the podcast, also for my boutique and just for personal. So I feel like I am on social media a lot. And so sometimes I feel like I do need to step away, but I also can't necessarily. And so it's like this thing where I just can get triggered very easily. Um, I also had to delete TikTok because that was targeting me for so many different things. Like it's like you watch one video on there and then all of a sudden it's flooding your entire page with the same thing so that it's just feeding this, this cycle. So I had to delete it. Um, but it wasn't until, um, maybe a f- three weeks ago or so that I was like, I, I actually called my doctor and I was like, I think I need to be on a prescription um, for like anxiety medication because like, I can't stop this. And I I talked to my primary care doctor who I truly trust. Like I've gone to her for 10 years. um, And she was telling me like, this is so normal. Like I see this all the time with women postpartum, this health anxiety. And um, she's like, honestly, just taking some Zoloft could just like help you take the edge off. And If I'm being totally honest, my prescription is still sitting at Walgreens. Like I have not picked it up because, and I am like no, zero shame in the medicine game. I've taken anxiety medication in the past, um, but I also wanted to look into some other options. And so I really, I've always wanted to start therapy. I've tried it a couple of times, but just never really clicked with the therapist. And so it's hard when you kind of start therapy and you start to tell them what's going on, but then you realize that it might not be a good fit. And it's it's a lot of energy to put into someone and then have to start back over again. So, but I actually was finally like, okay, I, I need to do this. Like I need to work through this. I need to talk about this because this has kind of always been there, this hypochondriac situation, but now it's 500 times worse postpartum. And if you are a hypochondriac, if this is something that you struggle with, you know that this is like not a joke and this is very serious and it feels very real. And it's not something that I want my kids to have to suffer with and experience and be constantly living in this fear and this worry that something bad is going to happen. I think that that's There's a lot of like internal anxiety that I have about just like something really bad happening to to one of us. But I also have this external fear sometimes even of like going somewhere. And as we all know, there's so much shit in the U.S. that goes on these days that makes me scared to go to concerts or parades or anything. And just like not allowing me to fully relax and live my life, which is just really sad. I know a lot of people can relate to that. But it's been it's been a tough few months. I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard for me to try to come on here and show up and just, you know, act like everything's fine and happy when I'm really struggling with my mental health. Um, but anyways, back to the therapist part. I wound up, if you're interested in starting therapy... Um, The best way for me to find someone that worked for my situation is I went to my insurance website, I looked at how much my copay was, and then I found a provider through that. So I just searched for what I was looking for, and I actually wound up having a few consultations first this time, which was really nice. So I found therapist. Then i looked look to see who specialized in postpartum anxiety, OCD, depression, anything like that. And then I talked to a couple of them on the phone. And actually, the actually all three of their names were Rachel, which is hilarious. Um, But ultimately, the first girl that I talked to was really just like an energy thing for me. And I really just felt like she was a good fit for me and a good match in this situation. And I just started therapy a couple of weeks ago. And it's been really nice and i actually after through talking to her i realized that this hypochondriac thing is a lot more deeper than just like being scared of something happening like there's things that i'm working through emotionally that go back to just like my childhood like things that have happened and experience that I experiences that I have had that play a part into why this is showing up for me so heavily once I have kids. So um, overall, therapy has been therapeutic, (laughs) no pun intended, Um, but it's been really great for me and I am going to continue it. I'm going to keep showing up and I'm doing it weekly and Um, I, she feels confident that we can move through this and move past this together. And honestly, even just like staying off Google has helped me immensely the last few weeks. Like I've just, I mean, I still get these like intrusive thoughts where I'm like, you know, and again, if you're a hypochondriac, you can understand this, but just like, oh, scanning my body, like seeing if anything else you know, feels weird or off and maybe turning to Google to try to get this validation that actually winds up making me feel worse usually, because then I usually read something else that then sends me to another page that validates these fears. And... Yeah, so it's still still a work in progress, but I am happy that my first step is just getting into therapy. And then if I feel like I need to go on medication, then I am 100% open to doing that after I am trying this for a bit. With all of this being said and all of this going on with me mentally, I will say that the thought of starting the hockey season back up in Europe and not having access to these resources and just being home and taking that extra stress off of my life, um, really does give me anxiety. Um, and right now we don't have a contract, so we're kind of just staying put for now, seeing what will happen. Um, but if my husband winds up signing something in the next few weeks and it has to be there like August 1st, um, I will not go that early just because I need to be in a better mindset and headspace um, before I go and do that because it, it can be very isolating and starting over with a new group again and not having that, you know, for sure friend group, you know, that and support system that you need and just being so far from everything. So I need to get my head on straight. I need to be in a better place mentally and Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I, I'm just really grateful that this is like a safe place for me to share what's been going on. And, um, you know, if there's, there's a few of my friends that do know what's been going on with me and they've been really supportive and helpful and, um, one of my close friends who we played with last year, um, she shout out cause I know she's going to listen to this to Taiku. Um, she really was such a good listener and, and person for me to share all of this that was going on. Um, and sometimes like you really meet people in this lifestyle that are really look out for your best interest. And, you know, she, she sat there with me and, and never judged me through my feelings and my fears. And, I mean, I just can't thank her enough because she really got me through the last couple months of the hockey season and just being isolated. So, um, you know, you really can meet some people that can change your life and make things better. So, you know, make sure that if you are going through something that's hard and difficult to lean on people because it's it's really important and I I just don't even know how I would have gotten through the stress and anxiety like without her. So she was she is and such is such a good friend to me and I just can't thank her enough for her support through everything that I was experiencing and I was finally able to tell her like okay, I don't think something's wrong with me. I think this is just like a chemical imbalance in my head once I started coming to terms with what was happening. So Anyhow, this is just my little tangent. And, you know, if you're going through something similar, like I'm, I can totally validate all of your feelings. You're not crazy. This is normal. I've actually posted like anonymously onto like these postpartum forums where I'm like, can anyone else just tell me that they, I mean, obviously this is not normal to feel this way, but it's common. Um, Has anyone else been experiencing this postpartum anxiety or like, OCD, obsession with health, obsession with everything being, you know, healthy and good and like checking everything. And like, it's just, and I mean, I got so many comments on that and just saying, yes, thank you for sharing this. Thank you. I'm not alone. Like, I 100% have been dealing with this and it's horrible and it's debilitating. And yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a big, heavy burden to carry when you're dealing with something like this. So anyways, if you are experiencing this, I just want you to know you're not alone. I have, I am still going through it. I am still trying to move through these feelings and I am always happy to be, um, you know, a listening ear for you and someone that you can talk to about this. So to wrap everything up, I just want to say that I will keep you guys posted when I have more of a consistent Recording pattern, I want to give this back to you guys. I want to start doing episodes again, but it just has to work for me. And um, just be patient with me. I appreciate you if you've made it this far in this episode. Thank you so much. Again, please reach out to me if you're struggling with this or maybe a light bulb clicked for you in your head that, wow, I'm going through this exact same thing, please reach out to me. Honestly, just having a community of people that have experienced this, or just something to listen to really validated my feelings in this postpartum journey. Love you all, and I hope you're all enjoying your summer.